This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, the deal is done. Deal is done. Worked out pretty well. Yeah. Real well. It worked out better than what we could have imagined because yeah, the right. Steelers were able, uh, by by instead of just doing a straight uh, extension with Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. they added voidable years instead. And what that did was allow them to save Additional cap space. If they'd have just done a regular extension with Ben Roethlisberger, right, right, um, they get his cap number down to about twenty-seven million. Okay, but then he's on. They're on the hook for about twelve or thirteen, fourteen million next year mm-hmm. for dead Ben money. Roethlisberger yeah. in dead money. They 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 talk with Ben Roethlisberger. They get him to take a five million dollar pay cut this year. Mm-hmm. They, which is a real pay cut, right? Which I mean, is a real pay cut. Is, Absolutely, taking five million dollars less in my pocket, not. I'll see it in 2030 right. or something. Right, right. Right. Yeah. And then they did the the dummy years at the end of the of the mm-hmm. contract, which is what I said. Which they're going to have a lot more cap space, and right. the cap will be, room will be greater. But then they were able to get that cap hit down to 25.9 million for which, this year. For this year, yes. Which is and, and again, the, the, then the cap hit next year is only 10 million against their cap, which isn't much. Which is a drop in the bucket. It's nothing, right? I right. mean, if you look at it right now in dead cap money. Uh, because of the retirements of Marquise Pouncey and McDonald, McDonald and, and, and those guys. I mean, they've got more than that now. I mean, Pouncey is 6.4 in dead, in dead cap money. Mm-hmm. Vance McDonald is 2.7 in dead cap. They're, they got dead cap $187,000 for, for Stefan Wisniewski. Uh, you know, yeah, there's always going to be those little ones you, you know, don't think when about. You, when you, like, every team has them. Antoine Brooks, even though he's he's on their roster, $128,000 in dead cap space because they released him to put him on their, their, uh, on their like, I didn't practice that one out. squad. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. So right now they've got going into next season without right. doing anything right now. They've got $9.5 million in dead money for next year. For next year. Okay. Or for, for this season. For this season. season. For this season. as we speak. Right. Yeah. And that's the same as Ben, basically. Right. For so, next year. Which is nothing. Yeah. And you got, and you got way more, so cap space. more cap space. And right. It's all diluted. Right. It's phenomenal. And... You got more to spend this year. Um, I thought it worked out much better than I expected. And give Ben some credit. I mean, he could have played harder ball, or who knows? I mean, I don't know how that t- that talk went. They may have put a contract in front of him and said, "This is your one contract. You can sign it or not." And but no matter what, he was he took less. You know, he uh, we, took less. We, we've praised Brady over the years for taking less or taking pay cuts and whatnot for the betterment of the team. And that happened, and they're in pretty good shape right now. Yeah, if you look at it now, they're about eight million dollars. This is again, according to to Spot Track, and they're assuming a uh, a salary cap of one hundred eighty-five million. I'll take the over on that, but okay. So for the Steelers, that one hundred eighty-five million then becomes one hundred eighty-nine million and change because they had four point seven million dollars in carryover. Mm Um, that's people need to understand that that salary cap number. Uh, if it's 185, if you have de- salary cap rollover from the previous year, your cap is higher. It's not the same for every team, right? It's yeah, not everyone the same. has a different yeah. cap depending what you were able to 
put in the bank from last year. Correct. And Which there's is, some value to that. Yeah, oh, there absolutely is. And, yeah. and, you know, so, you know, when you didn't go out and, you know, for example, when, when people say, hey, just go claim Leonard Fournette at $5 million last year. Well, well if you, you did that, now, you, wouldn't right, have, right, right. you wouldn't have this money available. Um, so they so have to have five ish more than whatever the final number comes out, which will be 185 or more. Yeah, they, right now, Spot Track's saying uh, their expenditures right now in their top 51, mm-hmm. which is what you, what, you, what you count against the cap on March 17th, is $182 million. Okay. So if it comes in at 190, well, then, yeah. you know, now you've got, you got 13. You had that, sure. you had right, that 14, right. uh, that 4 million dollars and change onto the, you know, the, their uh, rollover is 4.95 million, actually. Right, I say it's so right almost five. almost five million dollars, right, right. um, which is great. And they didn't cut anybody. And they haven't done a thing yet. That's you're saying yeah. that off the air. It's like everyone thought the sky is falling. And hey, I was worried about it too. You know, I mean, I'm not a capologist, and this was really brilliant moving of money. With it doesn't look like it's going to hurt you real bad down the road. You're not maxing out your credit cards, kicking the can down the road. Yeah. All these these sayings that everyone just assumes. Are you got Ben Roethlisberger coming back at about. For three point seven five million more than you would have had you just released him. If you did, all right. That, that's that's what you're paying. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that, that's the three point seven five million dollars for your starting quarterback. Yeah. When you go to the, the chalkboard and you do all the scribbling, and then you write, write the little line, and then you write the number. That's the number. I mean, yeah. it, it's either Ben minus three point seven or no Ben. Basically, you know I mean? yeah. That's what it came it's down not to. a hard decision, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's an easy one. And, and people who are looking at this and saying, "Well, this this says a lot about Mason Rudolph," not really, because mm-hmm. you were able to keep Ben Roethlisberger at three million dollars, right? I mean that's what it costs <laughs> you to keep that guy around. Yeah, I mean if he looks terrible eight weeks into the season, you can bench him. <laughs> you know right? I mean, you You're not married him. to him, right? Yeah, that's fine. Um, but right now, there's no doubt that he gives you a better chance to win. Than Rudolph or whatever other options you could have got this year. Yeah, I mean that, that's the key. Realistically, right? Options. I mean, this I mean, might be. Yeah, a you one. could trade for Deshaun Watson. Uh, okay, no, you really but really can't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, but um, you know, it's going to cost you your next four dra- first round draft picks, and mm-hmm. you know, what, what are you going to have around him? Right. I mean, I guess conceivably they could still give a next year second for Darnold. I mean, I don't think I. I don't think anything's going to happen in the quarterback world. No, I don't. They're not going to a. They're not going to draft one. I don't think so. In the, it's certainly maybe they draft one, but it's in the later rounds. Because and when I say, there, and when I say later, I, I'm talking like fourth fifth, or fifth, yeah, yeah fourth yeah. round or later. Mm-hmm. They're not taking one in the first round. I don't think they're taking one on day two either. No, I don't think. I think I'm it, not even sure who that would be. I think it's a day three thing to take one just to yeah. just to have one to compete. Which is yeah, it's never a bad idea, right? Um, he may end up being a practice squatter, or maybe he's Mason's replacement a year from now. Right. Or, you know, who knows? Or he pushes Haskins off the roster. Haskins is not, he's not guaranteed anything. Haskins can do something stupid tonight and not even be here for me. <laughs> without, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a right. track record there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or they find, they, they get their hands on like, you can't play. I mean, we don't, we right. don't want you. Or somebody else gets cut free and you're like, oh, we like him better than Haskins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. those things are possible. Um, I've really been thinking about the Steelers, and I'm way more optimistic than I have been. And my way of thinking for this team, I'm going to use my nest analogy a lot, but I really feel like how much fun is this team going to be to talk about, Dale, a year from now? Whenever they have all those cap space, they've got all these comp picks, assuming their year on the field was not an utter disaster – Build somewhat of a running game, have a decent defense. Maybe they're seven and nine, eight and eight, play a lot of low scoring games. Maybe they grind out nine or ten wins to get in the playoffs. You know, like but a year from now, 
it's going to be really fun and really exciting. And that's what I think they would never admit it, nor should they, and they will never view it this way. But if they can use the next 300 days to build a nest for the next quarterback, it's going to be an awesome nest. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that you, <laughs> you know look I mean? at. I mean, you know. And it doesn't even mean a rookie. I mean, it could be a trade. could be Whoever anybody. Whoever the guy yeah. is going to be the Anything starter. is on the table next year. Absolutely. You could get a free agent. You could pay people, you know. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that that's the, the beauty of having all that cap space available. I know people looking at, well, they've only got 17 players under contract. They'll have more. That'll fill up quick. Yeah, that, that they'll have that'll way go to more than that. Twenty-five the day after the draft, right. basically. You yeah, know, right. Um, and that's, and that's not a typical turnover on an NFL roster. I, mean, I bet it, Watt and Minko be make it to twenty-seven. Yeah, you know, before you know it, and if they lock up Sutton to a three-year deal, he'll be one of them, or you know, yeah. they'll be at thirty by the time absolutely camp around. Absolutely, right. yeah. Um, you know, to me, and, with like ten picks in the next draft, and, and I want to talk about this in in, in our next uh, segment. Uh, you know, Mike Clay put out a, a thing of raw pre really good, yeah. pre uh, uh, salary or pre free agency rosters. What they look like right this minute without the free agents on right. the roster. Zach Banner doesn't count. You know, yeah. Sutton doesn't count. And Juju doesn't count. The people who are saying that the Steelers are bereft of talent. Aren't looking at things in in, in proper or as light. usual have any clue what the other thirty one teams what the other like. teams look like <laughs> right, yeah right I mean everyone right. has issues yeah There's a lot of free agents pending right now so we'll do that we'll do that in the next segment I want to I don't want yeah, that's, that's a, a little teaser segment. you want to come right, back right, and listen to the next one, one. Um, but this team is not in some kind of deep deep like here's the, here's who they got coming back mm-hmm. Roethlisberger Hayden Tuit Nelson DeCastro T.J. Watt, Eric Ebron, Cam Hayward, Vince Williams, Devin Bush, Chris Boswell, Derek Watt, Terrell Edmonds, Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, you got a core four, Chase Claypool. I'm just doing these in order of what they're. I being, say this must be contract. This is in by, this. Right? Yeah, this is in order of what they're being paid. You've even got to like three young, you know, right. receivers that can play. Claypool, and, you know, you know. Washington, Mason Rudolph, Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. Justin Lane, uh, Alex Highsmith. I mean, these Kevin Dotson. Yeah, yeah, promising young dudes. And as we get down this list, you're seeing like Dotson's going to make nine hundred. He counts nine hundred forty-four thousand dollars against your salary cap next year. For the next year. three years. Yeah. And you plug him in at left guard, and Deontay uh, Johnson's one point one six seven million dollars. And he may catch a hundred balls next. year. You got two more years of him. Right, like, right, right. This is not a, a roster that is bereft Claypool of talent. Costs nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You've got right, nice right. cheap talent here that you know. Minka Fitzpatrick this year is two point seven million dollars. That's the beauty of the, the trade. Two point seven million dollars for maybe the best free safety. In the That's world. why people were. I, I've seen some stuff where you know the Steelers need to. They, they should re up uh, uh, T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. Why in God's green earth would they do anything with Minka Fitzpatrick's contract right now? Because that's only going up. It's gold. Because you can franchise him at the end of the year. And Absolutely. Not that much anyway. Yeah. Like, there's no rush. For you, that. Well, you even you get to pick up his his fifth year option. Right. And which is very worth it. Yeah. And then you could franchise him. Yeah. And then you could talk to him. I mean, right. Really, you could kick that. You've kick, really you got can, three more years of him if you want them. If you really, if you want <laughs> yeah. And he wouldn't, and that guarantee, it's guaranteed money for him those two years right. anyway. It's not probably what he wants. It's not the bonus and all that. But you could tell his agent, give me a call two years from now and we'll have a conversation. Right. In the meantime, we're, we're not going to do anything with you now, but we could do something next year, right? Or the year after, you know, it's going to get done. I'm sure you wrote this, and everyone read it and heard it eight million times, and maybe didn't quite understand it when they made the trade for Minka. Cost controlled, 
Absolutely. They have all the cards in this. The Dolphins paid his signing bonus. Thank you so That's much. That's all on them. Right. We'll give you a You're just paying his base that. his base salary. Yes. You which know, is, that, which is beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. No, <laughs> you know, you're right. There's no reason. He counts they less against their captain Terrell Edmonds, and they were in the same draft. They were in the same draft. Yeah. It's awesome. And, and of those names you mentioned as you were going down contractually, I think Hayden's gonna be back. Vince Williams is the only one I can see still yeah. moving on. They don't have to do anything right now. No, no. And in they fact, still have if options they don't they even have to do cut more. at this point, they don't even have to cut Vince Williams if they don't want to, because they can just again they could do an extension with a Steven Nelson mm-hmm. and save four or five million dollars or two it or, or any of these guys. Ron, I mean, there's a lot of them. They've a, they still have a lot of options that they can borrow against next year if they think that player. You're not even bar- really borrowing against next year. Mm-hmm. You're you're extending these guys into the future because they're still they're good yeah they're still young players Stefan too it's just turned 27 yeah like you could sign him doing a four-year extension and I hadn't realized this until we sat down and we were just about to go on the air you said and I, I don't, I'm pretty sure this didn't happen on the air you said there's 12 teams in the league that are in worse salary cap shape right now in the Steelers right everything we saw for months was only the Eagles and Saints, and they're historically right. bad or worse off than the Steelers. Now again, the Steelers you, are you got there without cutting anybody. And didn't move. I mean, two, two dudes retired, but that was on them. Yeah. And, you know, you might have moved on from anyway. But, but, yeah, I mean, you're in the middle of the road. You're not in the, the bad seat, and you got options to do more stuff. Here are the teams that are in worse cap shape than the Steelers right mm-hmm. now. The Bills. Yeah. The Bills have $5 million in cap space. Which okay, they're under. They're, a few dudes too, they're really, under, you know, but right. they're they're not remarkably under. They're going to have to make moves no, if right, they want right. to sign. They're anybody. not going to be a buyer in free agency, right? No, they're yeah, not. Gonna, right. They're not in that kind of shape. Uh, the the Giants, wow. The Lions, those two teams aren't very good. No, <laughs> they don't have a lot of wins. The Bears, the Bears are. The Bears are. are I would hate to. They're two point eight million over the cap. And Mick, Nick Foles is their only quarterback they have under contract. Right. Like, Some of these teams don't have quarterbacks yeah. or talent or wins or. The right. Vikings. Vikings were really there. They just cut Rudolph. The Packers. Wow. The entire Actually, the, the entire. Packers are similar to Steelers. The entire NFC Central or NFC North, North yeah. is, un, is over the cap. Yeah. The entire division. Wow. And there's only one good team in the division. <laughs> yeah. Um, Atlanta is $15 million yeah, over. Mm hmm. Kansas City is eighteen point five million dollars over. Yeah, they're going to be. They get a, that. That's eight to get to eighteen point five. You're releasing three or four guys. Frank Clark or some. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple guys. Maybe one are, of those offensive tackles because you don't think he's going to be yeah, back. You keep hearing that too. Yeah, that's a possibility. And you pick thirty first in the draft. Yeah, you know, uh, the Eagles are twenty five million over the cap despite the moves that they've made already. Mm-hmm. And they've cut guys. They've cut guys. They did a couple things today. I mean, they restructured yeah. Slay and restructured Kelsey, and you know. Uh, the Rams are twenty nine point six million over the cap. Hmm. I mean, just the good tra- teams don't bother me as much. They'll get to the cap and yeah. still be competitive. The Packers and Rams and these type of teams. And but the Rams have a bunch of free agents that they're not going to be able to replace. No. I mean, they they upgrade their and they, quarterback. And oh, by the way, have no have no draft picks. <laughs> and no draft picks or next year, right? Yeah. They upgraded a quarterback. That's what their offseason is going to be about, and they're going to run it back with a better quarterback, basically. But right, I mean, there's. The Steelers are in a lot better shape than a lot of these teams. A team and like the, Atlanta, is the Saints, shape. they're still in the, the Saints are still fifty-eight point eight million over the cap, despite some moves and have made moves. Yeah. They've cut guys, mm-hmm. and, and there's more of that coming. Yeah, there's five or six guys that are going to get cut. Um, again, the Steelers are seven point nine million. The Raiders are at ten point eight. The Titans are at ten point seven. I mean, these, you know, what'd you say the Steelers are at? I'm sorry, they're at seven point nine, and that includes. The rollover from last year? Yeah. I mean, they're currently at 7.9. Yeah. 
and that's with a 185 cap. Yes. I expect the cap to be 190, by the way. So let's say they got 12. They could probably easily create another eight. Easily, yeah. Easily. With, again, without releasing anybody. Without even cutting That's bins. restructuring to it, uh, you know, right. maybe extend a Nelson, something like that. So do you think it's safe to say, or maybe a little optimistic, that they might have 20 to spend? They could. If they, they decide could. to. Now, five of that's going to go to your rookies. Yeah. And you want to have five of that to take in the next season. But yeah. that will happen by itself organically when you start putting your roster together at the end of the training camp. Right, right, right. When you, you know, pick your 50. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. So there'll be some guys who get beaten out who are mm-hmm. at, the, at the high end of things. That does and, happen organically, yeah. which is kind of an odd way of putting it, or a good way of putting it. And so to me, you could probably banner a Lou Sutton, and a center. Yes. Easily. Easily. I mean, that, Easily not, make that happen. It doesn't take much to, I mean, someone from outside the organization, maybe one and or a, two other cheap guys. A veteran tight end. Right. A blocking tight end yeah. that's a million a year, that's one-year deal that's been on block. And so it's a bad. I and mean, you've essentially, uh, you know, plugged all your holes. Mm-hmm. Um, that and doesn't... you're still flexible enough that somebody you like gets cut or... I'm surprised that guy's still floating around yeah. out there. Can, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm almost 100% certain you could also add a veteran running back into that. Not a, yeah. not a starter. If Carlos Hyde's the worst. But a guy, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Carlos Hyde signed for $2.5 million mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Go Those guys camp. are available, yeah. Go into the draft with him and maybe a first-one pick or right. whatever. You're, you're competitive then. I mean, are you the best team in the league? Would they be top five in my power ranks? No. But they're going to be competitive. Probably be top twelve. Yeah, right. Somewhere right. in that range. I mean, they don't. That doesn't scream six and ten to me. Does not. No. And you're still set up so well again for a year from now to be that top five potential. You know, I mean, to be really a. Because here's the, you know, I, I, and people want to look at well, look at what the the Browns have twenty four million, twenty four point seven million in cap space. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. But they need to get another edge rusher. Oh yeah, yeah. They need a back. They need back seven players. Like if they were to sign JJ, that would have been almost gone. Yeah, you know? that would have been that would have been basically half of that. Right, right, right. Uh, if not more. I mean, they need to sign like six well, starters. Send Baker too. I mean, yeah, they've had the luxury of not paying a quarterback for a long time. That's about to dry up. The Ravens have twenty six point nine million dollars, but they don't have any okay. addressers on their contract. They need and it. they want to extend Lamar Jackson. Yes, and trading Orlando Brown's not going to open much. They really need a veteran receiver. No, that's going to go quick. Yeah. Really I mean, quick. It doesn't, I mean, so when you look at it. And what if they franchised in Dockway or. Right. Or, or yeah, they, they franchise, they, they almost, they if they franchise one of those edge rushers, mm-hmm. you're looking at $16 million? Yeah, right. Gone. Poof. Poof. Guaranteed. Now you're down year. to $10 million over the, you're under the mm-hmm. cap. And you still only have basically one and a half edge guys under contract. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, you're right. And it doesn't get you your wide receiver. It doesn't get you a wide receiver, no. And, uh, and you got plenty yeah. of needs going into the draft. Yeah. Especially Trey Brown. I mean, let alone the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals need everything. Right. But, the Bengals would be almost more fun to deal with right They got $47.6 million in cap space, mm-hmm. but does anybody want to go to Cincinnati? That's a problem. Right? <laughs> you know. Uh, if you could convince Joe Tooney, who's from Cincinnati, and a tackle, and, okay, you know, you cut Geno Atkins and you know, draft Kyle Pitts, it's like, okay, now we got a really good young offense and then next year's defense, you know. But you're right. I mean, are people going to be calling you up like, boy, I really want to be a Bengal? The other part, but the, the problem with that, because it goes back to what we talked about, they didn't build a nest. No, they didn't. They, they drafted it. the quarterback first. Right. Which By the time, this, if the Steelers used the first pick on Mac Jones, 
They'd be throwing him in something similar. They'd be to doing that. the same same right, thing. Right, right. So by the time Joe Burrow, or by the time they get anything built around Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to pay him. And he's coming off an injury, by the way, too. Yeah, right, right. But you know, you're talking. Okay, this year's about rebuilding the offensive line around him. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a good plan. Next year's about rebuilding the defense. Well, now right. you're in. Bur- now you just use three years of Joe Burrow mm-hmm. on a rookie deal to get the team better around him. To get, yeah, exactly. And now you're ready to now you're ready deal. to compete, and now you got to pay Burrow. Exactly, and then you're <laughs> done buying. Yeah, you know, you, that's the thing. Then you're done. You're you're not in the. You're shopping it. Now you're at the bottom of the. You're you're back at the bottom of the. the, And they're never going. They're never going to be a team that's at the bottom of the list. By the way, they're always among the teams that have the most cap space. Right. Because they don't spend it. They don't spend it. Right. I wonder, like Jacksonville, you know, like, can they build something around Lawrence now? Maybe. And they also have a lot of future picks. They have a lot of assets. Yeah. They. But they're they're another place that do, do players want to go play there. I mean, they have to overpay to get them, and they're in Florida right now. I would say Florida, you don't have to pay state tax, right. that's huge. Which means something, but there's other there are other options in the state. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, there, yeah, and there's also true. the te- you know the Texas teams are in the same boat. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay the the you know the, the. I'm thinking a year from. I mean, Urban needs to recruit. Is what he needs to do. You know, yeah. call up a bunch of his old Ohio State dudes, bring Alex Smith back. You know, guys he knows, and then Lawrence looks awesome for a year, and then people want to go there. Yeah. Maybe, but again, you, you've just wasted now two years of Trevor Lawrence. To, Possibly, right, you know, right, right. That's the you know you. That's it, why you don't want to be the two and fourteen team, folks. Right, you don't, blowing it. The same blowing it up means you're blowing it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting rid of you're you're. That's what the Jaguars have done. Oh yeah, yeah the Jaguars yeah. blew it up. There's no guarantee that they're going to get back to. I mean, they they were bad for a long time. Mm-hmm. Had their one run. Yeah, one good year, and then and they won had, ten games that year, and then had to blow it back up again. And they had to blow it back up again, right? You know, it that doesn't work. I, I forget the nugget. It's too I, hard to build an NFL roster. Yeah, they've picked so high for so long and have nothing to show for it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just bad, man. It's I mean, I get in baseball. Okay, that makes sense. In hoops, that makes sense. You don't need oh, as many players if Zion's coming out, yeah. or if Lemieux's coming out, or whatever, and you get that superstar that's on the field all the time on, with five people on the court. Yeah, uh, tanking for LeBron's worth it. Building a 22-man roster and tanking is not it's, – it's too difficult. Too difficult. Even like Miami. Like Miami and to, and, and I guess the Browns. But it took the Browns – the Browns have been tanking for five years. They've been tanking for longer than that. <laughs> I mean, like trying to you – know, <laughs> Right. When they, when they didn't – when they turned their back on Mitchell Schwartz, and that was the first year they did it. Yeah. And they just got rid of everybody. Cut Joe Hayden and all those moves. It's starting to come around, but that that was a three or four year process. Well, let's see if they least. can maintain it now. That's right. that's the next part of that. Hard, and even like Miami, Miami clearly blew it up and tanked. You know, they traded the Minkas and Tunsils, and yeah, they had a good year, but like when we get to the Mike Clay thing, their roster needs a lot of work. And they just they just released. They're going to release Kyle Van Noy, mm-hmm. who they just signed last year to a four year, fifty two million dollar contract. They were very turnover, which was stupid. Which was stupid too. You thought you were closer than you were. Guy had 17 career sacks going into last year. Mm-hmm. In he's eight a years, Patriot. Yeah, and we're gonna yeah, do it. Okay. You you thought he was gonna be a 12 million dollar a year player? Who's, right. Whose fault is that? Yeah, I mean they're trying to bring the Patriot way to South Beach, and but you can't overpay to do it. No, and that's part of the problem of, of you yeah. know, being one of those franchises that you have to, mm-hmm. you know, because no, you nobody wants to go there. Right, and I, I can't see the Steelers getting to that point for a very long time. No, they've never been there, and, and right. you know they're just not going to. And they're, to their credit, I mean, you just you don't don't even 
fathom that. You can't. You can't even think about. It. We're not. We're not doing that because it's the wrong decision. It's the wrong decision. We're gonna, <laughs> right. Right. We're, if anything, you rebuild on the fly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you don't get a, a top five pick. Okay. You're still allowed to take T.J. Watt thirtieth. Sure. You know you can get Cam Hayward thirty first. I mean, Jesus. nothing could have went worse for the Patriots. And they knew it was going to be a down year after Brady anyway. And they still won seven games. And they're picking 15th. Right, with a dreadful roster. And now they're in that spot where the Steelers might be a year from now. They've got this cap space. They've got $72 million in cap space. Right. If they wanted to, they could maybe trade for Dak Prescott or whatever. I mean, they they have possibilities. I almost think that they have to do that because you talked about Urban Meyer recruiting people. Mm -hmm. I don't see Bill Belichick recruiting anybody. I don't know that people want to go there either. Right. Because he's the GM, too. Right. It's like he's the guy talking to the agent. He's the guy talking to the player. We really like to have you here now. And well, everyone just knows the Patriot <laughs> way sucks. It's not fun. It's great when you win. If you yeah. get a ring out of it, it's awesome. When they had Tom Brady, they could do that. Right. Now that they don't have Tom Brady, they're not getting those veteran players on, on cheap deals going, I just want to go there and try to win a ring. Right. And when it's week 12 on a Wednesday, it's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Right. Yeah, there's a reason Matthew Stafford would go anywhere but New England. Right. You know, like, I'm not going with Patricia again. You just brought him back. And, you know, <laughs> I want to be there. Yeah, absolutely. It's not fun. There's 31 <laughs> other spots. Yeah, if I, you know, people need to understand what a grind this is. Like, yeah. yeah, they're playing a game, but they play 16 of them. Mm-hmm. The, the, the weeks in between those 16 games are a grind. I mean, I used to talk to – there was a couple of Patriot scouts I knew when I was doing that, and they would say the couple times a year they would go in the building – you didn't know if they were eleven and one or one and eleven. No one's wearing rings. It's just do your job, go to work. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. and that's awesome. Whenever you can say, if you do this, we're going to go fourteen and I'm two and win a Super trophy, Bowl. Yeah, and you're going to get a ring. That's awesome, and it's unprecedented and it's phenomenal. But it, you're right; it's not the best recruiting tool. No, when Tom's not there, and you don't have a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by People the way, to Tampa now. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> now they're that team. And I don't have to pay state taxes. Yeah, you know, right. I'll go drive to a stadium out in the middle of nowhere. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> like Tampa people are going to take less to go with. Kansas City people are going to take less to right. go with. Right. I'm not sure Cincy or New England or right. Yeah, those kind of places. But uh, we'll get to we'll get to why. People might not want to go there when we talk about Mike Clay's uh, yeah, uh, rankings of rosters. Uh, when we do, we'll do that uh, in our next segment. So you can tune into that one, um, you, as you can do if you follow us here on the, on SteelersNation.com or you subscribe to yep. SteelersNation.com uh, podcast. Yeah, uh, separate can, podcast. Yeah, you can do all those uh, right uh, wherever you, you download your podcast. But that's going to do it for this segment and for this show. So for my partner, Matt Williamson. For Jacob Brecht here on site, keeping us on the air, I am Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, um, in an earlier show, we mentioned that uh, Mike Clay put out, and Mike is an NFL analyst. Uh, yeah, he does great work for ESPN. He's yeah. a fantasy guy, but a lot more than that. Really smart. He's actually from the uh, the wrong end of the state over there in the Philly area. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, he put out a pre-free agency NFL unit grades. Unrestricted free agents are removed, but restricted free agents and exclusive right free agents are included in As this. As they should be. Yeah. yeah. Those guys always come back. Yeah. Uh, so, his number one team, in terms of this is their entire roster, mm-hmm. is the you, Green... Folks, you can find this on his Twitter feed. Dale's retweeted it. I've retweeted it. It's pretty great. It's a, great, it's a little yeah. chart here, a little spreadsheet that lays it out really well. His number one team is the Packers. Okay. Uh, offensively and defensively. He has them offensively, they grade out at number two. Defensively, they grade out at number four. Real quick, I think we should coach people up on this a little bit because I think this is interesting and I'm curious where these came from. If you look at the spreadsheet, he values different positions more than others. Right. Like quarterback gets 26% of the total grade. Correct. Which is awesome. It should, yeah. Right, right, right. Where yeah. running back gets 3%. Yeah, I mean, so... That that obviously is helping the Packers' cause here because they have two running backs up for free agency, but they have the MVP at quarterback. Right. Yeah. That, <laughs> that that's, a lot of weight. So they get a three point nine grade at quarterback, and so even though their running back grade is point six, mm-hmm. that the, the the weight at quarterback much much is much over, better overrides it. Right. Uh, you know, so you look at their roster. Uh, there are uh, and he has these green color coded. If you're in green, good. green is good. White is average, and red is mm-hmm. below average. And then there's like a pink that's in between and a yeah. light green. Right. Uh, so the Packers are above average at quarterback, uh, below average at running back, slightly above average at wide receiver, uh, average at tight end, above average at, at uh, on the, off, on the offensive Even line. With Lindsay, yeah. yeah, right. Uh, defensive line interior is is uh, just above average. Uh, the edge rushers are, uh, are, are uh, aver- above, above yeah. average, yeah. Um, linebackers are poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually their worst ranking at any position. Cornerbacks are uh, above average, and the safeties are excellent. And their highest grade is actually a safety. Savage and yeah, yeah, it's a good group. Um, and of those five defensive categories, there's not one that super outweighs the others. Linebackers the lightest and safety. Yeah, um, but it's not like quarterback. And then the other one that really carries a lot of weight too is O line gets twelve percent of your grade too, which makes sense. I mean, There's five starters, right? Have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> five starters. There's nowhere else you have field, five right. starters, in the right? Yeah. Maybe it should be heavier. The more I think about it. So his number two team is the Chiefs. The Chiefs come in. They have the the second rated offense, and they have they have the highest quarterback grade, or they have the first the top rated offense, but they he has them as the ninth rated defense. I might disagree with that a little bit, but on the defense, yeah. I mean, they've got a couple. They're they're but nobody's bl- up. I mean, they're bringing back right. the same group. As, well, they're gonna have to cut some guys. But that's not yeah. factored in yet. That's not right. factored in yet. But they're below average at edge, and they're below average at linebacker. Okay, um, they're really high on D line. I see. Yeah, which makes sense. Chris Jones is under contract for a while, but they're low on the cap situation. So right. Both these teams are. Uh, yeah. You know, below the Steelers in terms of cap space. The Seahawks come in at three. High on quarterback. Yeah. Uh, they're. Uh, Again, much like they're point, they got a point five grade at running back for the Seahawks. Well, Chris Carson's a Carson's free agent, a free agent as is there. Hyde. They got nothing there. Yeah, they got nothing there yeah. right now. Right. I mean, it's Rashard Penny basically on his still right there with the Steelers. Deal. Honestly, yeah. it's been one of the worst running back situations in the league. Uh, wide receiver, obviously, way above average. Very strong. Tight end, point nine. Yeah, not so great. That's not so great. A good offensive line. Edge though, one point six, and cornerback, point eight. If you, Shaq you, Griffin's up. I don't think you want to be bad at both edge and cornerback. No. They, they, <laughs> one that can leads, make up for the other. That leads to bad things. Right, that leads to bad things. 
probably what the offseason is going to be dedicated to. They don't have a first-round pick either. Right, yeah, there's yeah. that. Uh, here's the Ravens' fourth. That makes sense to me, too. But they do have some holes. They have some holes. Um, Their edge is bad. That's the first I looked at. That's the, the lowest grade edge is, the thing. The edge is the lowest in, on the, yeah, as you said, point one Because they don't have anybody under contract. Right. There's no negatives on here. So they're at point one. They're, that's the lowest grade the that worst, you can get. That's, I think that's the worst grade for any unit. Oh, no, the Jets running backs is the only other thing that's at point one. Patriots D-line. I'm looking at the, there's not many on here that are point ones. Lions wide receivers. Yeah. The, they don't have anybody on the contract. Players. They have Quentin Cephas. <laughs> <a wide receiver. laughs> so that's a big, that's a negative. Uh, sure, for sure. That's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah. Um, linebacker, they get a 1.8. That's yeah, below average. At least average. they got two young guys. Yeah, they got, yeah, they right, got young right. guys there. Right. And then wide receivers, a point eight, And they've got young guys there, but they're just not right. guys that are, have produced. What's fun, I don't really argue with Clay's grades on many of these, to be honest with you. I yeah. think they're pretty darn good. Maybe we should run through the whole Ravens real quick. Their tight ends are strong, their O line strong, but Orlando Brown might not be back. Right, cornerback is obviously strong, very strong. Right? Yeah. and quarterback got a very good grade too. Yeah, three point three for the quarterback, um, but two point one for the running back, just above average. I, I think that's where I'd be with Dobbins though right now. That's the thing about the Ravens. If you take you take Lamar Jackson's running out of the equation, mm-hmm. they're not a great running team. Not a great running team. No, they're yeah. not one of the ba- they're not the Titans. It goes back to what I said last week when when I said you know the Steelers getting the Steelers to be, aren't they're not going to be a top ten running team. Not with Ben in twenty in twenty twenty one. It's not, not going to happen. Six yards. It from can't your happen. Yeah. Right. Right. No. It won't because be. your quarterback doesn't run. The teams that are all in the top ten in in, in rushing are right. teams that have Buffalo is going to be better and they don't hand the ball off. Right. You know. Similar. You know. But you you need to be able to count on it. You need to be able to have it. Right. And you can't be last. You need to be good. You need, you need strong running back production. Yeah. What you need. Uh, but they're bad at wide receiver, tight end. Obviously, uh, you know they get a three point five there. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And three point six and carry a ton of weight. Yeah, three point six on the offensive lineman. That's assuming Orlando Brown is back, as sure. you mentioned. Three point one on the defensive interior. That's a good group. That's a good group. But edge is awful. Um, are they going to bring both of those guys back because they need cap space? Which, gonna, who are you talking about? Do they Judon bring, and, 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 and Clayus, No, I'm talking about Clayus Campbell oh, and right, Wolf. Right, right, right. They bring, yeah, this doesn't account for people that could get cut. Yeah, like Von Miller still counts for the the Denver, right. and he probably didn't get let go. Um, and obviously a 4.0 at cornerback, a 2.5 at safety. But this is a team that when you look at them, they've been traditionally built on. Getting after the quarterback, mm-hmm. and they're bad. <laughs> Probably no matter what, they're going to have to rely. I mean, they blitz a lot anyway, right? But they're going to have to rely on blitz next year. They need those cornerbacks way. to continue to be mm-hmm. a four, which is where they're they're rated now to be able to do that. And when you listen to Ravens people, not that they discredit the rest of the AFC North or look down on the Steelers, they understand that rivalry. But their big bugaboo is how can we beat the Chiefs? And the thing that they always talk about is you need to have four big-time edge rushers to beat the Chiefs, and they don't. I mean, like, they're they don't, drifting further absolutely don't, yeah. right now. That's why they traded for Ndokwe. That's why they signed Campbell was to deal with the Chiefs, and that plan didn't work. Uh, the Browns actually come in at fifth on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come in at 2.4 at the quarterback position. I'm fine with that, I guess, but... I'm not sure I'd have been that rich on that, but fine. If you he include the backup in that, I guess you could. Yeah, yeah. and he finished the season pretty strong. Uh, 4.0 at running back. That's as high as you can get as a 4.0. Yeah, the offense is loaded. Yeah. Uh, 3.4 at wide receiver, 3.6 at tight end, and a 4.0 on the mm-hmm. offensive line. All great. That's awesome, yeah. Defensively, 2.9 
on the defensive interior, mm-hmm. 2.9 on at the edge. Both are good. But that's with Miles Garrett that's there. Miles Garrett, yeah. yeah. Uh, 0.8 at linebacker. That's really bad. That's yeah. a that's a problem. 1.9 at cornerback. And that's all on one guy, though. Yeah. You know, the, the depth there doesn't reflect your, your issues. And 0.8 at safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that whole, basically the entire back seven is in need of a lot of work. garbage. And they really mm-hmm. need a second edge now. Yeah. In a big way. Because Garrett cut. It's great to have Garrett, and that's probably why you're at your edge ranks at 2.9, but there's still a hole there. So their overall grade on the defensive side of things is a .8. That's 22nd in the that's, league. That's low, yeah. But their offense is pretty stacked. It yeah, their, their, their offense comes in at fourth in the league, according to these rankings, but their defense is 22nd. That's the biggest disparity we've seen yet in the top, in the top 10. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Which, if they can have a really good defensive draft, Look out. Yeah, know. right. They have the best O-line rank in the, in the list, too. Uh, the Bills then come in at seven or six. Se- uh, no, six. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Bills are at six. But they get, a, perfectly fine with, with that. they get a 1.1 at running back. They get a 1.3 at tight end. They get a 1.5 on the offensive line. So quarterback and receiver. Quarterback carries a lot of – and yeah. receiver carry a lot of weight for that. Defensively, a .9 on defensive interior, 2.3 on the edge, 1.3 at linebacker, Good secondary. Yeah, really good, good secondary, secondary. Uh, really at both at, at, at corner and safety. So they're seventh on offense, eleventh on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, the rumors I've heard from them, I don't know who. The and we talked about are. their cap space before. They don't have any more cap they space than the Steelers. Much. But uh, from what I understand, there's about three defensive linemen that they can cut, and maybe they're going to try to invest in one good one. Uh, it's like Star Lele and some of those type of guys. Okay, their names. <laughs> But and then draft, you know, a tackle or a corner. Not or a good year to be in a tackle market. No, I'm talking about they can maybe oh, draft offensive an tackle. offensive tackle. Okay, maybe. offensive tackle. I see. You know, I mean, I think Buffalo is a really solid team. The Buccaneers, who just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they got a lot of free agents. They're seventh. Or no, they're yeah, they're seventh. Uh, three point five at quarterback, one point three at running back, one point eight at wide receiver. No, well, because Good Godwin and, and and yeah, yeah. Brown are both free agents. Tight end is a 3.0. Offensive line, a 3.4. This is what's striking about this, though. Defensively, which is why they won the Super Bowl, was their defense. The defense was great. 1.9 at defensive interior, 1.4 at edge, 0.1 at linebacker. 0.1 at linebacker. Well, David's up, Sue's up, and Shaq Barrett's up. They still got White coming back in their 0.1? Right, right, right. That's a little rough. Wow, that's really low. That's actually one I disagree with. That's yeah. the lowest rank you can give. That's the lowest rank you can get. And White in itself. I mean, I know that all their, they have like nothing else but White, but still, he's a good player. Got to carry a little bit of weight. Yeah, that's a little rough. Uh, th- yeah, if you're going to give the, the Browns a .8 at linebacker. <laughs> like, I'd rather have two backers <laughs> than the Browns. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, 3.0 at cornerback and a 2.4 at safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a good squad. Yeah, the Rams are. But what you want to account for too is, I know he just won the Super Bowl, but there's nothing behind Brady. Nothing you at know? all. I mean, right. if he has a year, I mean, like Ben did this past year, they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, if if he falls down the stretch or like, there's no contingency plan there. None. It probably won't be. None. Uh, the Rams come in at eighth, um, and then you get to the Steelers at nine. I bet that blows people away. 2.0 quarterback, which means average. Average. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's a grade I would give. I mean, that's league average starting quarterback. 
3.4 at running back. Can't argue with that. 3.0 at wide receiver. Pretty darn good and deserve it. 1.4 at tight end. Obviously, they can get better there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing behind Ebron right now. Right. 0.6 on the offensive line. Now, again, this doesn't include any unrestricted free agents. Filer. Filer, Banner, Banner Villanueva, right, Pouncey right, retired. Right. <laughs> so, much, essentially, obviously. you're looking at. I mean, that's as low as it's going to get. A core of four in DeCastro. And Dotson. And Dotson. You right, got three, right. essentially it. three starters coming back. And Dotson's a very, I'm sure for the national media, well, he only started four games as a rookie and he's a fourth round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably don't think, boy, you're set at guard. Yeah. And they are. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, that's, that's. But, that, I mean, they deserve that grade. They don't but have they could, in their contract. But once they, you know, once we get through free agency, you know, they I mean, sign, a, going up, they sign a center, they resign Banner or Filer or one mm-hmm. of those two guys. All of a sudden now that, that grade is a. It's certainly not point six. No, and that's not exactly. He's not saying that's how they played last year. That's right. where you stand right this Correct. second with what's under contract. Four point zero on the defensive line. That's the best grade that that's you can a get. A plus. Yeah. Three point five at edge rusher. That's without Bud. Without Bud. Right. I was saying I wanted to see how that compared to the Browns. They had three five and the Browns were two nine. Because because of Garrett. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I would say Garrett and Watt probably kind of are close to each other. Yeah. I was curious how they judge those two. Two point one at linebacker. Which is average. Which is slightly above average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just above. A tick above. Which I'm cool with. I yeah. mean, Bush, to me, carries a lot of weight. Absolutely. 3.1 at, at the cornerback. Which is why you don't cut Hayden. Exactly. Roll, run it back. Right? And that's without Sutton or, or Hilton on, under contract. Right, right. That's really with two guys. Yeah. Uh, and then 3.6 at the safety position. I believe only the the I pa- two that are The better. Packers and Bengals are the only two teams that they have better. Buffalo. Oh, and Buffalo. And Buffalo. Yeah. Deservedly so. Interesting. It's not bad. I mean, no. the defense is loaded. It's yeah. number one defense, right? It's the number one defense, yeah. Yeah. And they, they have them grading out right now at 22nd on offense. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a heavy Which, audit, which is only going to get – which, is, yeah, get, goes back to what we've talked about. No, they're not going to draft a defensive player in the first round. No, <laughs> right, gonna, right, right. They're working on the offense. No, the year. offense, it's turn. I mean, yeah. they've done so many picks in a row in the first round. I was just looking at the quarterbacks, too. 2.0 is the lowest in the top 10 or so. Where this, there's even like the top 13. The Saints are the are 12th, and and they have a they're, point eight. They're bad. Yeah. Broncos are bad. They're in the middle. Colts are bad. But, yeah. I mean, as you can imagine, quarterback's going to carry a lot of weight. But, but you still get the Colts fine. a 1.8 at quarterback. That's With Wentz. That's rich. For what he played like last <laughs> year. Right. Yeah, I would probably be lower on that one, too. Uh, but yeah, so the Steelers ninth on that list, the Vikings tenth, mm-hmm. the Titans eleven. We've talked about them like everybody assumes that the Titans are going to be a good play. So when you look at the the hierarchy in the AFC, in terms, this is from Mike Clay again. This yeah, is yeah. this is not our assessment. Of this. No, this is no, Mike he's Clay. totally impartial. He's actually an Eagles fan, if you really yeah. want to know. So you're looking at uh, in the AFC the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Browns, the Bills, and Steelers as being the top. Six teams in the AFC. Right this second. Right this second. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's going to be somebody that wins the a- the AFC South. According to this, by these rankings, it would be the Titans. Yes. But the build or the the, the Colts are close. The Colts are close. Um, and some of these teams will get better than this at a rapider rate than right. the Steelers. But if you look, but at, I don't think the Chiefs will. If you or... look at that, the Colts come in at, at 15. Mm-hmm. The Chargers are the next AFC team at 17. Yeah. That's a pretty big gap between the Steelers and the Chargers. Very much so. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then you go to the the, the team after that's the Texans. 
who are horrible. Who are, are going to be horrible. They don't have a first or second round pick, too. They're ca- they come in at 19. The Raiders are at 20. The Bengals are at 22. You got the Dolphins at 28. The Patriots at 30. The Jaguars at 31. The Jets at 32. When we talk about the Steelers being a playoff team in 2021, the that's what you're worst, looking at. Five worst teams are in the AFC. Right. That's what you're looking at there. Four of the four of the worst five, because the Panthers are in. Oh, there okay, as well. yeah. Four of the, of the worst five are in the AFC. Wow. Well, and that doesn't include the Texans. Who are going to be the worst? <laughs> who only have a reasonably good grade because they have a three point six a quarterback. Right. Who may never play another snap. For who them. might not play for them, and they're going to be. And they went four and twelve with them last year. They went four and twelve <laughs> last year, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're red across you know. the board, except for linebacker, except for Deshaun Watson. I mean, look not at going to be a Texan. We haven't talked about the Bengals yet, who are in this, of course in the division. They get a two point one at quarterback. That's being generous. I, a, I'm cool with that. But the, he played six games. But I mean, yeah, I hear you. But uh, we're, that's the number I'd give him. He played six games. We don't know if he'll be ready to start the next season. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. Whatever. The roster's better than I thought it would be. Actually, two point yeah. five at running back. I, that Joe Mixon carries a lot of weight there. Yeah. Two point nine at wide receiver. Got no problem with that. They get good receivers. Mm-hmm. 1.0 at tight end, 0.4 on the offensive Which line. Is one of the worst. And that's with everybody coming back. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. They don't have any free agents no, on the offensive line. Got, that's right, what right, the right, line right, is. Right. Uh, 3.8 on the defensive interior. They're going to cut you, you know, Atkins, probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know how their D lines I don't know why they would have to. They don't have to do that. They don't have to. Yeah. Uh, 0.9 at, at, at edge because Carl Lawson's gone. Yeah, he doesn't count. 0.6 at linebacker. Linebackers are bad. 0.9 at cornerback because William Jackson's a, and three. And so is uh, the slot guy. Yeah, and a 3.8 at safety. Yeah, I thought they'd be worse to be honest with you. That's still pretty bad. It's still pretty bad. That just shows you. It line. shows you how bad the bat the bottom teams are though. Right. Some of these teams, the Jets are awful. The Jets don't have any green. Oh no, the 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 Jets and the Jags have one green each, and it's at linebacker, which is only eight percent of your. Yeah, grade. we're talking about you know the, the the Jaguars drafting Trevor Lawrence. If you look at their offense, 0.5 at quarterback right now, which that'll— As it should. Yeah. Right, that's Minshew. 1.9 at running back, 1.9 at wide receiver, 0.1 at tight end. I think they have Josh Oliver, and that's it. And 0.8 on the offensive line. Yeah, Cam Robinson's a free agent. That's bad. That's bad. Really bad. They have a lot of resources. I mean, th- their team's going to look ridiculously different than that. That's great. They got a long way to go, though. But it's also hard to throw. They got a, they got a lot of digging just to get the mediocre. Is oh, my point. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. to get the even, to even just below average. I mean, they're on a fifteen game losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not forget. I mean, they've won since week one. And I'm betting it goes higher than that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it may take Urban a month or so to win his first game next year. And like they're super exciting, and I would love to be the GM of the Jags with all those cards in your hand. But it's not like basketball where you throw or baseball you put nine dudes together. It takes time to you know, especially the rookie quarterback. I mean, you don't just—it's not a fantasy team. They you want to see a, play with each other. Another pitiful, the Patriots offense. The Patriots, by the way, are 30th on this list. 30th on this list. They're really, really They bad. get a point three at quarterback, 1.4 at running right. back, and they've right. used a first-round draft pick on a running back. Yeah. They I get mean, a, actually a, a first and, and a third. Yeah. They've used two premium picks on running Michelle backs. Michelle stinks, but Harris is okay. All right. Yeah. But it's still it's still a, a 1.4. Right. Receivers are awful. Point six at receiver, point six at tight end, 2.1 at wide receiver. 
You wonder why Tom wanted O line. Or no, I'm, I'm sorry, O line. You wonder why Tom Actually, Brady wanted out of there. Well, t- the yeah. center and guard are both free I agents. I say two starters are yeah. up. And I wonder how he counts for like Cannon coming back. Well, he's coming back. They said they announced that earlier right, this I week. That, if he counts those guys yeah, coming back or not. I would assume so. I would think they would be even, on the roster. They'd be even worse than that. Yeah. I mean, those, those opt-out guys are on the roster. Point one on a defensive interior. That's the worst grade you can get. The worst grade you can get, and that's always been a, a cornerstone of Belichick defense. Yeah, the, the Will Forks the big, and the big yeah, monsters. Run stuffers. A 1.0 at the edge. That's Winovich and Uche, and that's yeah. about it. 2.0 at linebacker, 3.6 at cornerback, and a 3.3 at the safety position. That's assuming you know, Chung comes back and, mm-hmm. you know. Or they don't trade McCordy, which is a possibility. Like, the Pats have a secondary and an O-line. And nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else. This is a team that two years ago was competing for the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, they were in the AFC championship and then won the Super Bowl the year before that. Yeah. And it's not just because Brady's awesome. No, they've... <laughs> I mean, Brady didn't play well two years ago. Belichick, the GM, has not done a good job of building... No, their drafting is bad. Is, is, of, ...of working this thing. I'm real curious what they look like. I mean... You could add a Hunter Henry or something like that and change some of these things pretty quick. But who's going to be the quarterback of the Patriots? I'm looking. You I don't know, see an obvious candidate. People want to talk about the Dolphins being a contender this year. Well, the Dolphins could be better than the Steelers. They come in at 29th on this list. They're really low. I mean, 1.5 at quarterback, 0.9 at running back, 1.6 at wide receiver, 2.8 at tight end, whoop-de-doo, mm-hmm. uh, 0.5 on the offensive line. Point yeah. five on the offensive line. Everyone's in the world's mocking Jamar Chase to them at three. I would take Penny Sewell. I mean, that line is it's bad. a problem right now. Yeah, it's right. A bad. Defensively, they, and they had a good defense last year, but 2.3, a defensive interior, 2.0 on the edge, and that's including Van Noy, who they're, tr- they're trying they're to move. Cutting, right. I mean, their front is average. Yeah. Point three at linebacker. It's horrible. Uh, three po- corners. Yeah, three point yeah. nine at corner, one point at safety. Yeah, and you look at like their advanced metrics and yards per play and things like they that. They played a they're below average. They played a ridiculously soft schedule yes. last year, and they got by by special teams plays yeah. and you know winning. Which is great. You, that's great if you, if, you, if you get it, but you can't count on it year to year. No, and their team will look a lot better. I mean, they're going to have two first round picks and some free agents and stuff. But don't think you're going to live by being plus two every week in. in Turnover difference. Right. You know. But my, my, my whole point with this whole thing is, like, the people talking about the Steelers, well, the Steelers can't possibly contend next year. Ninth best roster in the league. I mean, that's what they have this That's second. not according to you and me. No, no, That's no, according right, to a guy right. who studies the entire league. He's very analytically based. Very, you know, yeah. According to the analytics. And that's with an offensive line that has nobody signed right now that's not going to mm-hmm. look like that when uh, a month from now. Sure. And all these teams are only get better. I mean, right from here, it's only yeah. yeah there, teams, there will be free agents signed, <laughs> and there will be people drafted. And, yeah. Right. There's two points in the season that I think are funny. Is I always talk about the second the draft is over until you kick off your preseason is the land of eternal optimism. <laughs> yeah. Everybody from last year coming back off injuries, yeah. great. Our new coach is the savior. This guy we drafted is awesome. You know, that's when everyone thinks their team's way better than they are. Right now is when everyone thinks their team's way worse than they are. Like because Oh, my only, God, we're going to lose these guys. Oh, we lost all these dudes, you know. And because all you're going to do between now and when the draft is over is add people. Yes. You know? I mean, basically. I mean, there's some more cap ca- casualties coming across the league, of course. But for the most Starting part. Starting in a week and a half or so. For the most part, yeah. the, the foundation the house is there. And, you know, now you're going to add the windows and the fun things. You know yeah. I mean? You're going to add to That it. fancy door. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, but. 
the, your point, the structure of the Steelers right now ain't so bad. This is why you don't blow it up. Right, right, right. I like, mean, when running back's your biggest need, you can get a running back. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's not uh, the, you know, when you look at what they need, okay, they need a center. Well, those don't cost much. No, no, they don't have they don't have to cost an arm and a leg. Need a running back. They they're dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. A tight end. A second tight end. For what they're going to ask of that player, that's a, a retread blocker, Correct. veteran, yeah. high character dude. And then and then the, the big ticket item is is getting yourself a slot corner, or a tackle, or a tackle. You know, I mean, yeah. But you can do that in the draft, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't have right. to spend to do it. No. What's interesting to me is I would think a year from now. They'll probably be the lowest in the league at quarterback. I mean, if Ben has announced his retirement, Rudolph's a yeah. free agent. Haskins unless they've made some kind anything. of, you know. Right. At this point, I mean, unless they've made a move already. <laughs> but the rest of the stuff could look really, really good. Right. It's not It's not going to – there won't be any areas, I don't believe, in the red other than quarterback. Right. I mean, maybe they – the running back they missed on or something or, you know, they didn't end up with one of the guys. So what? You get a running back. You know, but – the line probably looks better. The receivers are probably the same. Defense is similar. And you got all these resources. And you got tons of cap space and all kinds of draft picks. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but anyways, that, that that was from Mike Clay of uh, ESPN. You you can check that out at the at Mike Clay NFL on Twitter. That, that chart is available on there. But uh, that's going to do it for this show. Nice. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Brecht here on site, keeping us on the air. Uh, I'm Dale Lally, and we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, it is mock draft time. All right. And uh, we're going to use the draftnetwork.com's mock draft. I don't draft think we've used that yet. We, I don't believe we have yet on the air. Different board, yeah. um, it's a little bit different board. We're using their predictive board. So this is where they okay. think guys are going to go. Okay. They also have one that you can use their rankings, which are a little bit different. That's th- that's why you use different. you got to mix it up once yeah. in a while. You end up with the same dyes. Right. Time. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. It's just, you're just doing the same thing over and over again. This is, I, I like predictive better than their board. I mean, it's better to switch them up. But yeah. if they happen to some guy they don't like, then we'd end up with them every time. Right. You know what I mean? So the top picks for that, they to go through the first round before we get to our pick. There's Trev- no trades on this one, right? Uh, I think you have to – yeah, it's exclusive for their premium subscribers. So and there's no trades for this. There's no trade for us. Yeah. Okay, so Trevor Lawrence went, went one, Zach Wilson two, Panay Sewell three. Oh, we talked about that yeah. last podcast. Yeah. Justin Fields four, Rashawn Slater five to the Bengals, Jamar Chase six to the Eagles. Okay. Jalen Waddle seven to the Lions. Kyle Pitts, eight to the Panthers. Fine. Caleb Farley, nine to the Broncos. At 10 went Patrick Sertain to the Cowboys. Uh, 11, Devontae Smith to the Giants. Trey Lance to the 49ers. I'd say those dozen Steelers don't really need to worry about. Samuel Cosme at 13 wow. uh, to the Chargers. Christian Derrissaw at 14 to the A Vikings. run on tackles. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, Micah Parsons at 15 to the Patriots. Najee Harris at 16 to the Cardinals. Wow. Uh, Jeremiah. Cardinals could use them. Yeah, no doubt. 
Jeremiah Owosu Koromora uh, to at 17 to the uh, Raiders. Travis Etienne at 18 wow. to, to the Dolphins. Okay. Mac Jones at 19 to the Washington. Tevin okay. Jenkins at 20. Wow. This is not going so great. To Chicago, yeah. Uh, J.C. Horn goes to the Colts. Rashad Bateman to the Titans. And Quiddy Pay to wow. the Jets. A lot of edge rushers didn't go. The right. Rousseau's and those type of dudes. A lot of offensive linemen did go. A lot of go. tackles did and two running backs. Yeah. Is, you know, where obviously where our concentration is. So we're going to have – this is case in point of things we've been talking about. I mean, we're not – there's no trade backs. Javante Williams is the top back. And are we, we going to put our money where our mouth is and take him at 24 with two other backs off the roster or off the, the, the snide already? Pretty much assuring that Williams won't be there in the second round. Yeah, he's not going to be there and in the second no round. There's no way. I mean, there's a lot of teams that need backs between there and there, and he's a top-ranked guy. I'll just say this. They have Javante Williams ranked 34th. Okay. So, so he's in that range. We're not alone. Yeah, no, he, no. Yeah. I, Daniel Jeremiah had him at 32 in his latest rankings. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a guy who's climbing. Right, right. I mean, this isn't the, the reach that everyone assumes it is. So it comes down to me again. This your is top rated, your top-rated top-rated tackles available are Jalen Mayfield, That's what I was gonna who ask they you. have at thirty-two. Yeah. Liam Eikenberg, who they have at thirty-five. Dylan Raddins, who they have at thirty-nine. Okay. This is what you. This is this is the choices you're having this here. Is how it comes These guys out, are right? all rated right around each other. The thing is, there's only one back, and there's multiple tackles. Well, let's do it. I mean. Let's see how this thing shakes out with Williams with that pick, you know, and we don't have the luxury like we do. Here's the thing that I think is going to happen with this. For the first month that we were doing this, Mm -hmm. we would take a tackle in the first round and we would take Williams in the second round. It's flipping now. Yeah. Because I think everybody else, I just wrote about this today on on DKPittsburghSports.com and our, our Friday Insider, how I've kind of adjusted my thinking on this because of this. It's just supply and demand. There's three running backs who I think are are, are stars, and I'm not even mm-hmm. sold on ATM being a sure. an every down back. I don't think it breaks our heart if he's off the board. But I would take him if that's the if he's the, the sure. third of those guys sure. available. It'd be a welcome addition. Yeah, but there's there's twelve to fifteen tackles that I would take. Exactly, and they're gonna be someone will be there in the second round, right? Even though they're going quick too. Those teams aren't taking two of them. That's Those the, teams aren't taking two. So you could take that off the board for them. I think this works out really well just for what we've talked about. Let's take Williams, put our money where now, our mouth is on. The only other guy that you would look at there who's still available is Elijah Vera Tucker. But mm. I think he's a guard. He's a little he, undersized. I think he's a better guard he than he is tackle. He could play tackle if in a pinch. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that you want to draft him in the first round and say, okay, you're our, you're our left tackle. Right. Or you know. But at this point, you think you have your guards and tackles probably – you probably have your starters set you know, for opening day – and Vera Tucker could be one of four replacements if you need him. I'm just making a case for the guy because I think he's a good player. Yeah. I think we take Javante Williams, though. Okay. And see how it goes from there because – Javante Williams is the pick, and the board is – We plan on feeding him a lot. He's going to be an immediate starter. Mm-hmm. And he's capable of doing – I mean, you don't have to pull him off the field for pass blocking purposes or anything like that. No. He's no, his no. own short yardage back. He's all. He's got a lot of upside as a receiver, yeah. too. No, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Okay, we're back up again here at 55. The top guys available. Uh, Trevor Mooring still available. Not really interested wow. in the safety. He's a really but, good player, but yeah. yeah. Alex Leatherwood, Jason, okay. Jason Oa, Landon Dickerson. Mm, Dickerson's interesting. Ronnie Perkins, 
Javon Holland, safety out of Oregon. Joe Tryon, the edge out of Washington. Uh, Jay Tufele, uh, the interior defensive lineman out of USC. Kelvin Joseph, Trey Smith, Chaz Surratt, Dwayne Eskridge. I'm on St. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. I always want to. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he's no tackles though. James Hudson is the next tackle up after Leatherwood, and okay. I don't. I think Leatherwood's more. I think he's, he can start at right tackle. He can't play left. I don't think so. And I think he's better suited to be a guard. Mm-hmm. And he's not the project tackle you're after. I mean, the Cincy right. guy is. Here are the other tackles available. Now. So there's there's still some interesting guys here. So you got Leatherwood, you got James Hudson, Jackson Carmen. Okay. I'm not sure if Carmen's a guard or a tackle still either. Yeah. I'm a little torn on that one. He's a little le- long, though, to be a guard. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Spencer Brown. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Smith. Robert Hainsey out of Notre Dame. Walker, Where's Smith from again? Uh, East Carolina. He's interesting to me, too. Yeah. Walker Little still available. Walker Little could be a, a fine third-round stealer. He's such an unknown, but you don't need him right this minute. Right. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards uh, the Bama center. Let's see who else is available here on the interior offensive line. So you got... Dickerson available, Trey Smith available, Josh Myers. Smith um, doesn't interest me. Yeah. So you're looking, I mean, a lot of the. I mean, we don't know who the center is at this point. Right. But it's, Dickerson could be, I mean, he if he doesn't start for you right away, he's your he's your swing guy. Oh, he's yeah, big yeah, enough yeah. to play. I mean, he could play guard. He's got ex- yeah. ex- a lot of, um, he's, he's done it too. I mean, yeah. He's done plenty of it. Whoever the Steelers sign is center. It's not going to be Jeff Harding's. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a stopgap It's going to be a guy to a one- or two-year deal. That, right. Yeah. That if Dickerson's better, he's better. And he, and you got an expensive backup and a cheap starter. Right. I think you take Dickerson with the thoughts of one of those tackles. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Is, is for the third. His group. injury history does scare me a little bit. No but, doubt. Yeah. But we'll probably have a guy. Yeah. All right. Dickerson is the pick. So we got... Javante Williams and Dickerson. Yeah, we wanted to build a run game. That's a good way. To, that's, that's a good, good way to start. Yeah. Right. Now we haven't addressed our tackle position at all, though. That's the that's the kicker. That's the kicker on this. But there were some guys that I can live with. Be happy to get in the third round. Yeah. Starting with Hudson. Well, we're back up again. Him. Okay. Here's here are the top guys available. Amari Rogers. I like Rogers. Jamin Davis. Hmm. We haven't talked much about him, but he's kind of in yeah. the. Cox mode. 6'3", 230, right. can run. Yeah, run and hit linebacker yeah. with some length. Uh, Brevin Jordan. Interesting, but I think he's too Ebronish. Yeah. Jackson Carmen. Yeah. Paulson Adebo. Okay. Uh, Spencer Brown. Do you prefer Brown to Carmen? I kind of do. For what the Steelers need? Yeah. I do, too, because he's a pure tackle with upside. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be hard for me not to take here. Uh, Hunter Long, still available. Yeah, right. Cameron McGrone out of Michigan. I mean, I like Long, don't get me wrong, but I, I think that rhymed. Um, I think Eifert and Ebron are probably your 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 tight ends. And yeah. Drafting tight ends is We just isn't. missed on Jabril Cox, by the way. He just went. That would have been intriguing. Yeah. Um, Aline, Davis is going to be hard for me to pass. How about on. this? Tommy Tremble went ahead of Hunter Long. I could see. I bet he tests better. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could see his stock rising a little. Aleem McNeil. Okay. Tyler Shelvin, uh, Keith Taylor, Trill Williams, Paris Ford. Those are all fourth-rounders to me, though. Like, yeah. I know most like, of them get dropped. To me, out, to me it comes down to Jamin Davis or Spencer Brown. Me too. I think I'm going to take Brown. 
I'm going to take a look and see what's still available at interior at the, at the off-ball linebacker spot before okay. we jump on that. Because we've got another pick coming up here in a little. But I don't think we're going to get a tackle though if we don't take. That's the problem. You know. But we really would like to get a. So okay, there's still some guys there. You get Jamin Davis, Cameron Negron, Monty Rice, Charles Snowden really doesn't fit. Tony Fields, Derek Barnes, okay. Garrett Wallow. There's some guys though. Yeah, there's there's some guys. There's a there. downgrade. Definitely down Yeah, we're not getting a starter necessarily. No, there. or a potential difference maker or you know, high ceiling guy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean our goal was to build a run build the nest. Here are the tackles still available. You still have Carmen, you still got Brown, mm-hmm. Deontay Smith still available. Yeah. Robert Hainsey from Notre Dame. Walker yeah. Little still available. I would be fine with all Haynes would be last on my list of yeah. that group, but Adrian Ely still available. There's there's still tackles there that Yeah. At this point, though, we still have Vince Williams, and I think I, I think the tackle needs to be addressed. You taking Spencer Brown? Yeah. Okay, Spencer Brown is the pick. So we've here's a side. We've gotten though. bigger up front. Is there any chance Filer's back? Potentially, yeah. There's potential for that. And Banner. Um. Yeah. Why I, mean, not? I don't think that's unbelievably. I, I don't think. He, I don't think that. I think Filer will get will get more. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, but, but I don't know that that's an impossibility that no that those guys return. Okay, so our pick is up again. Just to, the offensive tackles got picked over pretty well. We we took them at the right time. Yeah, um, and we're not going to get Davis the linebacker at the linebacker well. position. The linebacker position has been picked over pretty well. Tony Fields is now the best guy available, and he's like two hundred and ten pounds. Yeah, yeah. Derek Barnes from Purdue, Joshua Ross from Michigan, Justin Hilliard from Ohio State. I'd rather call back Williamson or yeah. roll with Williams. Garrett Wallow. You know, right. uh, okay, so let's just look at the best available. We could use a wide receiver here. We could use a corner. How about Without this? Mike, Michael Carter's still available hmm. in the okay. fourth round. Okay, Trey Sermon, Kellen, wow. Kellen Hill. The, it's kind uh, of fun to run back the NC running backs. That's what you're talking about, right? The Michael yeah. Carter. Yeah. yeah. How about Trey Brown here? Maybe fine. I mean, they're, now you've this is where he should go. Yeah. You'd be happy about it. We were getting. I mean, that, this is where you get the differences in the, in the rankings on the. T- we can't. Cheat he's always available round. in this. Right, okay, right, we'll right. just take Trey Brown here in the seventh round. Yeah, that's. Cheating. No, he's not there. Right, right, right. Now's the time you got to take him. Uh, who are the receivers? You're looking at Seth Williams, Des Fitzpatrick, Daz Newsom, Anthony Schwartz, Marlon Williams. Wap Filer, Shai Smith, they've been picked over pretty well. I don't well. None of Kate are... Johnson's still available. They haven't ranked a little bit lower. I do like him. Um, Austin Watkins out of UAB. Corner's going to be hard to ignore, I think. Yeah, I think when you look at the cornerback position, you got Trey Brown, Radarius Williams, Ambry Thomas, Kerry Vincent still available, Bryce Thompson, Shakur Brown, the Momador Lador. Do you want to do Brown? Let's take Trey Brown. He's a... I think he'd be a really good starter. Yeah. He could play inside or out. He's probably better inside, right. but but that's fine because Sutton can do both, and I'm right. hoping he's already on board. Yeah. And if he isn't, then we need Brown inside. Period. Okay, we're we're up again here. Kerry uh, Vincent was still available there. Okay. Let's take a look at the uh, at the all again here and Killen Hill, Trey Sermon, Seth Williams, Chuba Hubbard, Richard Leconte out of Georgia, Rashad Weaver, the edge out of Pitt, but he doesn't fit our defense. Mm. Would you consider Chuba Hubbard? We really took a running back. I know, I know. I don't love him. Okay. I don't love him. Uh, edges, you're looking at Jonathan Cooper, Ellerson, Ellerson Smith, 
Uh, Kenny Yaboa is available at tight end. Um, all those receivers we just talked about. Shaka Tony still available. I'd consider that. Tony uh, or Cooper I think is kind of intriguing. Patrick Johnson out of uh, Tulane still available. That's another one to be interesting. Yeah. Um, one of those edge would be a decent addition. Kendrick Green out of Illinois. We already drafted our center. We hit it pretty hard, but yeah. if you told me right now that this pick could be him, I would probably take it. Um, what uh, one of those edge do you like the best? We didn't take a linebacker either, though. So I know. Let's, let's see what's still available there. But it th- we might have missed that boat. We might have missed a boat there because Derek Barnes is now the top-rated mm-hmm. guy available there. So he pushed to play every snap. And yeah, um, which we're rolling the dice here. And so that you, might be the best news Vince Williams could ever hear. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver, you're looking at Seth Williams, Des Fitzpatrick, Daz Newsom, Anthony Schwartz, Marlon Williams, Wap Filer. Uh, South Dakota State kid. He's around. still available. Jalen Darden still available. Mm, those two would be intriguing yeah. to me. They're both smaller, but they're... Like one of those guys better than the other? I think I'd go more with the slot. I think they're both slots, but Darden's not super physical. He's fast, though. Either's fine with me. Do you have a preference? Probably Johnson. Okay. I think you can use that as a weapon. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, All right. I'm fine with that pick. The pick is in. He's a good player. Yeah. Okay, now we got our big uh, weight here. We should be yeah. finding out soon, by the way, that the uh, compensatory pick should That'd be coming out. That should be breaking soon. any day now, yeah. I would think. Um, we're ticking along here. So we've filled some needs. Yeah, we did fine. We still need an edge. We still I mean, it always works better when we trade down and we manipulate the board, and that's a little unrealistic. You know I mean? Yeah. You, you, can you might make one six. trade. You're not going to make six. You're not going to make six. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of people offering you to move down two spots to get a future pick or yeah. whatever. You know, that's a little unrealistic and fun, but yeah, this isn't so bad. We're back up at 217. Now, according to their needs, they, list, they listed our needs at offensive tackle, cornerback, running back, We've addressed all those. We did. Interior defensive line. Sure. Inter- interior offensive line addressed. Edge, linebacker, quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, and interior defensive line twice. I don't know why they have it on there twice. But, right. Um, so, looking at the linebacker position, the off-ball guys, there's really nobody there at this point. I wouldn't point mind adding a big – someone along the defensive front, either an edge or a – you know, a D-tackle. Yeah. Um, looking at the interior defensive lineman, you got Carlos Carlo Kemp out of Michigan, Mustafa Johnson out of Colorado, Forrest Merrill out of Arkansas State. I think he's the guy that ran like a 4.82. Mm, okay. At that Interesting. I mean, uh, that kind of reminds me of Davis a little bit. Yeah. You know, an an athlete. Guy, athlete and work on, you know, bring him along. Lorenzo Neal, uh, Taquan Graham, um, I don't necessarily love any of those guys. And the edge is still floating around. Malcolm Kuntz out of Buffalo. Yeah, he's I interesting. Would, I'd consider yeah. that. Yeah. Um, got the Joshua Kando out of Florida State. Chris Rumpf, Taron Jackson. Um, I'm kind of warming up the Rumpf too. I mean, I know he's small, but I would take Kuntz over him though. Both I those think, guys. I think Kuntz is good value here. Okay, I, I'm fine with that actually. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, they like those Mac edge rushers. No, I don't know a lot about him, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we, now we filled that edge spot. We got another pick coming up here. We actually have two left, I believe. And 240 is up. And you're looking at, let's see who the best availables are. 
We probably missed the boat on linebacker, but it's a good spot for the, the high upside special team linebacker type. Yeah. Same as safety. Uh, the best guys available, Cornell Pyle, Amir Smith, uh, whatever, uh, the, the kid at Iowa. Okay. Austin Watkins, Marco Wilson out of uh, Florida, the cornerback. Cameron Bynum, the cornerback out of Cal, still available. Trey, you have a corner, but a yeah. longer guy I would consider. Trey Norwood out of Oklahoma. Okay. Available. You could have those two. We've, we've done that before. We've taken both the they Oklahoma together, kids. Right? Yeah. And some people think he is a uh, safety. See, that's the kind of guy, corner I'd be after. Somebody with size, potential safety. Like, we've taken Wade a few times. I know he's gone, but yeah. that, that style. I mean, I'm really not seeing a lot here that I, I jumps off the, the board here at me and says, ooh, we could take that guy. Um, I'm never going to dispute taking another defensive back. Well, then the question is, do you want to take one of the uh, – take a corner with some safety potential or maybe a big slot type? I mean, Cameron Bynum's a guy – Where's he from? From Cal. Mm. Six foot, 198, uh, so he's good size. Yeah. Um, it's a four-year starter. Yeah, it's a safe pick. It's Cal. He's Let's do it. He's reasonably smart. I'm fine with that. Yeah. All right. But he just took the edge. so And maybe he's a safety instead. Maybe he's a safety. In the meantime, he's helping on special teams. And it's what you do in this neighborhood of the draft. Absolutely. We're back up again here. And we still uh, – we, we, I don't think we're going to get an interior defensive lineman at this point. This class was weak anyways. Yeah. And the linebackers are probably pretty picked Linebackers picked over. Tight end, however. I mean, if there's someone that's not horrible at tight end. I'd... Well, here are the guys that are available. Quentin Morris at a Bowling Green. Yeah, eh, maybe. He was okay. He'd go okay during the season, bad at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Luke Farrell, Jake Stahl, Nick Lenners, Giovanni Haskins out of West Virginia, Dylan Sower out of Iowa State, Carl Tucker from Alabama, Matt Dodson from Michigan State, Justin Rigg. To me, Farrell, a little bit above I don't those. know those guys particularly well. I'd, I'd like somebody that's 250-plus, though. Well, Farrell's that. He's a big blocking tight end. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, if you can, if that guy takes Gentry, if, or if him and Gentry battle for a roster spot, when we did the triple take, there. Farrell was my sleeper at tight end. Ah, well, there he is, <laughs> lined up perfectly. Caught like twenty, caught like twenty-four career passes, but you're not going to throw him the football when you had all those other athletes on the field. Yeah, so. right, right, right. I don't have a problem with that. No, I mean, I would think he'll be a special team contributor uh, in the mix against Raider and Gentry, and maybe we have an Ike type already. He's completely different than Gentry. Right, like he he, he will block. He will block, and, which is what you. I think when if you have your number three tight end, ideally he's your blocking tight end. Yeah, right, right, right. Like okay, we're just going to use this guy on. That's why Gentry was never active. That's last a problem, year. right? When's when couldn't block anybody? Right. Yeah, when, when is, this when guy would be active because he's going to play special teams and he's going to block. You're right about that. I mean, young tight ends that can block usually get a hat. Yeah, and then who knows? That's why I said. I mean, right. he's the kind of guy that you draft in t- ten years. He's in the league because mm-hmm. he's just. You know, Smith comes he's always making them the minimum, but he's always on somebody's roster. And coaches love those dudes. Yeah. Now let's take him. Let's take him. Yeah. Okay. He looks good and backs on backers and oh, makes yeah. a name for himself. Stands guys right, up. And, right, right, right. Uh, okay. So we took at 24, Javante Williams. Yeah. At 55, we took Landon Dickerson. I like that pick, yeah. At 87, we took Spencer Brown. Project. He's perfect for what they need. I think when you do it that way. I know. <laughs> I know a lot of people want to take tackle in the first round, and I, I would have no objection. 
But that guy's not playing for a while. And you're going to miss on the running backs. And you're going to miss on the If running you don't backs. make a move, if you don't if you don't trade back in the first round or trade up in the second, you're mm-hmm. going to miss on the running back. And I'm a, could your second round pick next year be a tackle too, you know? Absolutely. You're right, right. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not sure it's as dire of a need as everyone makes it out to be. At 128, we took Trey Brown. That's a good In the player. corner out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. At 141, we took Cade Johnson out of South Dakota State. Just Those guys it. are both going to they're going to probably play. make contribute uh, contribute or contribute for you this year. I, I think it's important to keep adding a receiver, not necessarily every year, but pretty close to it because you play four, you play sometimes four, five, and every I mean you draft one every year. Are you going to be able to pay Deontay? You're going to be able to. I mean, every right. year someone's going to be up, right? And you'll pay something. You know, they're all going to walk out the door, but it's I, I keep it's keep good that business. pipeline going. Yeah, and there's so many available. There's so many available. Yeah. They're going to hand you a third round guy in the fifth round. Take them. Uh, we took Malcolm Kuntz at 217. Interesting. That helps our edge. Yeah. Uh, we doubled down at cornerback. How big is he? <clears throat> Kuntz is 250. Six, yeah, like 6'3", 250. Yeah. 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 Um, we took Cameron Bynum uh, out of uh, Cal at 240. Okay. Defensive back. Maybe he's a corner. Maybe he's a we'll safety. See what, bring him in the mix. Bring him in see what he does. And then we took at 249, Luke Farrell. Nice. I think we did pretty well. Yeah, I, don't, I like that draft. I man. like that draft. I mean, without any moving around... I don't know that anyone was we, overdrafted. We filled all the needs except for, yeah. Um, I guess defensive interior line. We're, we're not we drafting get a true linebacker. We're not drafting a cornerback. I mean, we didn't get a linebacker. Yeah. That's that's where that's we missed out. We that's where if you make the trade back, it helps you get that. But they're also going to have compensatory pick in there in that fourth round. Yeah, right, right, right. That may have maybe been you a get that guy. guy. And maybe instead of uh, in the fourth round, instead of taking Trey Brown there, you end up. Uh, you, we took Trey Brown. and We took Kay Johnson in mm-hmm. those spots. Well, maybe we make one of those picks a linebacker, or you move up twenty you move spots up and, and get one of those guys, yeah. and you get Davis out of there, or you're one of those type of dudes. Yeah. And then that has a lot different complexion to it. And yeah, interesting. They could trade. I mean, they have a lot of picks next year. If somebody falls, they could move from the fourth round to third or whatever. Without Absolutely, much trade, right. trade one of next year's picks, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, especially if you already traded back. I like that draft. It's solid. Some guys on there that we don't typically draft. I mean, I don't think it's the first time we've taken Spencer Brown. I think so. Um, we haven't taken Dickerson in an awful long time either. We haven't, no. I mean, he could be the next center in line. I mean, he may be a, the next great Steelers th- center. I think you get a bargain on him because of the the injury mm-hmm. issues. Yeah, you do. I think if he if he were a completely healthy, clean bill of health I think he's a first-round guy, pick. he's a first-round pick. I think so, too. His tape's great. So it's kind of like a little bit of a Stephon Tuitt situation he's there. Miller. You get a first-round yeah. pick in the second round because of injury mm-hmm. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like Dickerson. I, didn't, I mean, you talk about short yardage and adding some nastiness to the room and all those type of leadership. things. Leadership. Leadership. He's yeah. won a lot of games. Uh, he'd be a great addition. You guys would love him in the media, I'm sure, too. I mean, you have a microphone with him all the time. Yeah. He'd be could be a, a long-term answer for them. And I like Trey Brown there at 128. You yeah. know, again, we've gotten yeah. him later on the Pro Football Network draft, but he screams Steeler to he me. He screams Steeler. I mean, yeah. He could be the successor for Sutton. Physical uh, cornerback, can play inside or out. Right, right. No, he's one of those guys that stands out every draft. Not just because he's a bargain on Pro Football Network, but because I think he's, he's a bargain. Even kid. at 128, I think he's a bargain. I do, too. I do, too. I think he's exactly what they need. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, around that area of the draft. Yeah, he could be in that comp pick neighborhood, too. Yeah. So, uh, overall, not a, not a bad draft. Not I a bad draft. Think, uh, no, we, we did what we set out to do. Here's one thing I've noticed. Uh, this this thought hit me last night before we uh, we end the show here. This year's edge class, edge and defensive line. Mm-hmm. Every other year, 
has been, oh, wow, these, these edge guys come out are great. And this defensive interior has been great. And the offensive linemen, you know, we've talked about this. Well, the offensive linemen aren't as good as the defensive, no. as the defensive linemen that they're blocking. That's kind of flip-flop this year. It is. I've also thought about this, too. The combine would sure help the D-lines. You know, if we all yeah. watch the combine. Oh, look at this guy move. I didn't know that guy ran a 4-4-5 yeah. or a 4 5, five or whatever. The combine always helps the, the D-line coming out, especially the edge guys. Where a couple guys make more of a name for themselves, at least in the public opinion. Yeah, the people that aren't Montez Sweat or a guy like that to get sure. it, lights it, it up. A lot of guys will bump up lately because there's some freaks coming out, and we don't really have that luxury. I mean, the teams will. There are some guys they like more after the athletic testing's in, but we're not going to have as good a feel for it or you know watch all these guys on the hoof and be like, man, look, maybe I, I didn't really know him, but I'll take him. To yeah, boys, he looked the, sp- the part right, outside right, right. of his. Uh... Look at him change directions, or you know. Is vertical and those type of things. So that's not going to help the D-line's cause. Yeah, it's just a, a little different year than what we're used it to is. seeing. It is. I mean, we could get through. The, there could be in this draft, just to, to go through the picks after we went through the picks before our pick, uh, the, the first-round picks after our pick were Pat Fryermuth to Jacksonville. Hmm. Uh, Cleveland took Jalen Phillips. Baltimore, Baltimore took Elijah Vera Tucker. That makes sense. For them. Uh, the Saints took Terrace Marshall. Christian Barrymore was the first interior yeah. defensive uh, lineman taken, 29 by the Packers. He's that, not a no-brainer that either. That never happens. Never happens. There's usually three or four in the first round. Yeah, if year. not more. If not more. Um, you know, and not even that many edges in the first round of this draft. So No. And I like Barrymore as a player, but he's most years he wouldn't be the first D tackle off the board. No, I mean, no. he's not Quentin Williams. No. I've seen people say – people have asked me about, well, why, what if Christian Barrymore was available for the Steelers? No. No. He doesn't – I mean, like, maybe you'd have a higher grade on him than Javante Williams. Maybe. But I think it'd be, I think it'd be pretty close. I think it'd be pretty close. Yeah. And Williams helps you a lot more. Just because he's the best interior defensive lineman in this draft does not make him. Doesn't make him once that. If he's in last year's draft, he's sixth. You know? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, he's good. I mean, he's probably yeah. a first-round pick most years. He's first top First-ish, pick. First-ish, yeah. Yeah, right. But that's where he, 29 is where he belongs. I think that's where he belongs, too. Yeah. Anyways, There's that was an interesting little. Uh, there, yeah. We hadn't done that. Uh, we hadn't used the draft networks. And it still worked out fine. Yeah, um, I think the Steelers are in pretty good shape. You know that this draft fits their needs particularly well. Ideally, yeah. Except for maybe running back, but they're in a spot to take one. Absolutely, so somebody will be there. Yeah. yeah. That's going to do it for this show. Uh, so for my partner Matt Williamson, for Jacob Breck here on site keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We want to thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.